This podcast is not suitable for work. If you're under the age of 18, kindly and with all due respect, get the fuck out. I mean it. Go on. Bye-bye. Mm-mm. See you later. This isn't for you. Nope. Mm-mm. America has a strange relationship with sex. We're obsessed with it, but it terrifies us. We censor it because it's constantly being shoved down our throats. But our dirty little secret is we like things shoved down our throats, especially when we're in bondage or we're wearing leather or being slapped around a little bit. And, oh, <clears throat> I'm Sunny Megatron. Join Ken Melvoinberg and I as we explore, dissect, and demystify American sex. Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness, American Sex, with Ken Melvoin Berg and Sonny Megatron. This episode of American Sex Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash ASPodcast. The AS is for American Sex. Over 180,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash ASPodcast for your free audiobook. Hi, Ken. Hi, Sonny. How are you? You sound very serious and like um, even like, I have gas. Really? Do you? <laughs> yeah. I would think you'd be smiling like babies smile when they have gas. I don't smile. No, it's, it's hurting my digestive tract. I'm an old grumpy man and I feel like I'm going to shart. And no, I, I, no, I just was trying not to shart while we're doing our open. Oh, do you feel tense right now? Do you feel clo- Why, you closed offered, in? You offering me handy? What's going on? N- no, I'm afraid you'll shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a question for you. Okay. okay. So have you ever been getting a blowjob or hand or some kind of penis excitement while you really really had to either fart or shit and you have that like this feels good but on the other hand i might shit on their neck have you ever had that when i was in the military there was this girl that i really really liked and she lived in a trailer off from base and i went to her house and was having sex with her and her friend but I had something bad at the cafe oh, <laughs> on base oh, no. like earlier in the day. And so my stomach was rumbling the entire time. And like right in the middle of what was going to be one of my first threesomes, I had to run and I just went and had massive diarrhea in a trailer bathroom that just resounded off everything. And that's before butt wipes were like a common thing in people's bathrooms. Oh no, I washed my ass. So I like like wiped, washed, did all the things, but I was just so mortified by the time everything was done. It just kind of killed the mood. Okay, so then you still had sex though, right? Yeah. Okay. So I <laughs> I did kill the mood, but like I had sex with later. a guy who we were like starting to get it on and then he was like, "Oh, like same kind of thing, like, oh, my stomach, I think I ate something bad." And big shit like huge shit like involving plungers and like the whole and then when i was blowing him like when i got close to his butt region it smelled like poop and it (laughs) wasn't very good so do you think you smelled like poop no not at all i'm i'm anal about cleaning (laughs) my anus really yeah i am well does that surprise you no, but this was back in the 80s when, again, like, butt wipes weren't a thing. Like, butt but, wipes didn't but exist in the 80s. I had hygiene in the 80s, though. Sorry. I mean, it's just... <laughs> but there are some shits, no matter how much you wipe, unless you have something wet or you hop back in the shower. Okay, you're, you're talking to this from the perspective of somebody who has an ass. I have no ass at all. So oh. I can get in there and clean everything with no problem every single time because I don't have to reach around. Like, I have no issues getting to my ass from every angle of my body. You can't do this and this and this and this and this because your body isn't shaped the way that mine is. Because I got a big old, like, well, round, you, round you, you peach, got a big old, yeah. but I got to reach over. I got to reach over my peach. Right. And I have, like, a quarter of your ass size, and not, I love it that way. Not even. <laughs> You have like two butt bones. But that, like, means that, I, that means that I can reach around and I can wipe myself very easily and always have. Wow. Now I'm trying to think back to a time where I didn't have an ass if it was easy to wipe. I don't think I'm there was sure. a time. Like I was probably six years old or something, but I don't know. Pooing was traumatic back then. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this conversation. This, this, You know what? <laughs> this whole conversation stinks. Oh. 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 You're so full of shit. Oh. oh. Hi, friends. I'm Ken Melpointberg, <laughs> and this is my wife. Sunny Megatron. Who just gave me a dirty fucking look. Why did you get to give me a dirty look? Because I'm supposed to say, and this is Sunny Megatron. 
No, I'm supposed to say, and this okay, is, and then you say, okay. Sonny says this, Sonny Megatron. It even says, and has an arrow pointing to the thing you are supposed to say. As a husband, you're not, you're supposed, to, you're not supposed to do, do as I say, you're supposed to do as I meant. <laughs> and welcome to American Sex Podcast. We're married, by the way. We are definitely married. Now, I want to give a big welcome and our heartfelt appreciation to Brandon, who joined our Patreon family this week. If you follow our Patreon page, you get bonus stories from our guests absolutely free. Last week, porn icon Joanna Angel told a cautionary tale of how not to prepare for butt sex. Go to patreon.com backslash American sex to hear these stories. And if you choose to support us monetarily on Patreon, you'll get extra perks. Last month, we decided to send out some random gifts to a couple of our January supporters. Who knows what we'll do this month? And friends, don't forget, subscribing to American Sex Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and leaving a review helps us a ton, too. And there's more cool stuff. You know, and if you don't, you're going to know now. On American Sex Podcast, we do sex toy giveaways every single month. So this month, for February, the giveaway is for an Ambi by Lovent smartphone-controlled vibrating bullet provided by our fabulous sponsor, Castle Megastore. So you can control this super-duper strong bullet by using using a smartphone like in the same room like your own phone or by using a smartphone anywhere in the entire world. Yep, that means you can invite anyone, anybody with the ability to download a smartphone app to control your toy, which is pretty damn cool. If you want to get this and give, I don't know, the code to your app to some random person in Latvia or something, because that might be kind of hot to, you know, do a little sex with a stranger. Go to SunnyMegatron.com slash Ambi, A-M-B-I, to enter. We'll draw the winner at the end of the month. So good luck. Oh, and also, do not forget, you can also get 50% off most items at Castle Megastore when you use the code Sunny, S-U-N-N-Y, at checkout. Do you have a sex question that you need answered? Do you have issues you need advice on? Leave us a voicemail at 773-MUFFTOY. That's 773-M-U-F-F-T-O-Y. If your question is selected, we'll play your voicemail on air and answer your question. So what else have we got going on? I know. I just edited a book. It's called How to Get Laid Using Your Intuition by Susanna Brisk. And it is kind of amazing. It's a cut the bullshit, straight shooting, practical guide to getting your sexual and romantic needs met by learning how to ethically and consensually find the right people to help with that. So whether you're looking to hook up or looking to find your absolute soulmate, there is lots of invaluable information and useful tools in this book. So you can get it at howtogetlaid.org or just go to Amazon and put in how to get laid using your intuition. What's the difference between valuable and invaluable? Oh, Does it mean the same thing? I think so, does it? <laughs> I, I don't Wait, know. I'm asking. Invaluable. Because invaluable <laughs> would seem like something that's... Has no value? Yeah, but we say like it's or, or, so valuable, it's invaluable. I'm, I kind of want to look. Should I look it up? Google it. Okay, let's Google it. Ask do, the magic do, oracle. Do, 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 do. What am I saying? What does invaluable? Invaluable. What is the what? definition of invaluable? Okay, define invaluable. Because I know what valuable means. It's something with I think value. I, I think I'm using it right. I always use it this I'm way. I'm not questioning you're right, but I was just wondering what the fuck's the difference and why do we have two words for it? But English doesn't make sense, too. So, so what does it say? Okay, hold on. I have my glasses on. Wait. Right, Extremely useful, indispensable. But that doesn't make sense. It's one of the mysteries of the world. It's one of the mysteries of the English language. <laughs> So let's talk about our guests today, yes. who are both valuable and invaluable. Yes. Barak and Sheba are valuable and invaluable. They are pansexual, polyamorous, married partners who reside in Columbus, Ohio, and they also have some gigantic cats. They're contributing authors for the Sexes Online magazine and have written numerous short stories and essays on polyamory, kink, and sacred sexuality. Traveling around the country, they present classes for kink, leather, and vanilla audiences. On the first Monday of each month, you can hear them talking all about forms of creative sexual expression on BSing with Barrick and Sheba, hosted by the Erotic Awakenings Podcast Network. Together, they're founding members and owners of Adventures in Sexuality, also known as AIS. It's a fun, frolicking, pan-poly BDSM kink group in central Ohio. Through AIS, they are coalition members 
of the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, are active supporters of the Sexual Assault Response Network of Central Ohio, and the Buckeye Region Anti-Violence Organization. They currently promote pansexual BDSM educational events in Central Ohio, including the Central Ohio Perversion Excursion, also known as COPE, and Winter Wickedness. Now, Barrick and Sheba actually host a lot of our favorite events of anywhere in the world, and we love teaching at COPE and at Winter Wickedness. They are they are two of our favorite people ever. In fact, Sonny and I will be teaching, I know at the very least we're teaching a class on prostate play and a few other classes at this next COPE, the Columbus, Ohio Perversion Excursion, which is in Columbus, Ohio on July 27 and 28 of 2018. So watch for the listing of our events calendar at sunnymegatron.com in the upcoming weeks. And speaking of which, there's another event that we would like to tell you about because we will be in the Rochester, New York area. We'll be teaching and making an appearance at the Rochester Erotic Arts Festival on April 6th and 7th. We are finalizing details now and it will be up on our calendar soon. You can also uh, take a look at this at Rochester Erotic Art Fest dot org. Again, that's Rochester Erotic Art Fest dot org. And all this great information will be in our show notes. All right. So this is a great conversation. I really enjoyed talking to Barrick and Sheba as you did as well, Ken. There's some great nuggets in here. So enjoy. And welcome to American Sex. And we're here with two of my favorite people in the entire fucking universe. And I'm putting the emphasis on fucking there. Barrick like the, the and universe Brat of Sheba. fucking. Oh, now you're interrupting me. Oh, sorry. Great. Okay, I'll shut up. You, you went right over their names. That was awesome. Oh. Okay, Barrick and Brad Sheba. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thanks Hi. for having us. Oh, thanks for being, being here. here. <laughs> so this is one of the the most exciting things uh, about part of my job with the podcast is I get to like kind of pick the guests. Um, and you guys are absolutely amazing. So you do a lot of different stuff. This is, uh, you know, you guys are involved very heavily, not only in the local Ohio scene, but you are involved in like the community for kink and BDSM in a greater capacity all around the United States. And we've actually gone to a ton of conferences that model what they do after your particular events. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about those and about you guys. And Sonny, did you want to add something to that? No, I want you to. You, good? Okay. you got it. You're the man tonight. You do it. You, look at I'm, I'm pretending to be submissive for you. Aww. I'm just Why? pretending. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Uh, it's, I think it's to make you look good. Uh, right. Oh, totally. Oh, that's or awesome. Thank you, dear. Because I love you and every a once blow in a job while. A blowjob would make me happy, not you pretending you're submissive. That's we're cool. on the podcast and I can't. I've got Lily for that. She can pretend to be submissive with me. You don't need to do that. <laughs> right. But we're podcasting now. So if I was trying to talk with a dick in my mouth, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we, we do. do and we can charge do. money yes, for that. I, I think they did. So she's real. You know, this is the amazing thing about my wife that a lot of people don't know is that. Wait, can I tell this story? I don't know what it is. I'm not psychic, Ken, you, you just because we're married. Well, I am, but it, it, this is like... So, I'm married, too. <laughs> no, I'm psychic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sunny is like a pool shark at orgies in that when we attend adult events, she'll sit back and she'll be quiet and she'll look around. And then suddenly, when she's giving a blowjob... She turns into the Leviathan where it's, you know, so it's, and, and she gives the most amazing blow jobs ever. And people just, they, they're not expecting it because you're so quiet. Well, I and do. Like I start off like just an average blow job, just kind of bobbing up and down, doing a little licky thing. So they're like, you know, like, all right, even bad pizza's good. Like, it's all right. And then I'm like, but wait. Blah. They're like, what happened? Why do you have five toes? Oh, I saw the inside like, of my anus. Yeah. And it was like Cthulhu had come up and there's tentacles. Like, one's in my taint. One's around my balls. Climbing up my shaft. It's a little... But we're here not to talk about us. Yeah, I don't know, how <laughs> I don't that know why that happened. Yeah. We're actually here to talk about you guys. So tell us. Why kink and why such dedication and involvement to this thing that is almost your jobs at this point? Now, you, I, I think you have day jobs, right? Yeah. Like I know, well, I know you have day yeah. jobs, but like you also have so much time. I don't know like if you guys have clones or what's going on, but you do a million fucking things at once. So let's talk a little bit about that. 
What do you do? Well, we surround ourselves with a lot of people who are just as passionate about AIS and about the space. And I think that really helps because they really back us up and they help us out and they come in and they do the things that we can't get to. And they help us organize in order to make sure that what we are putting out there is a really quality product. Now, tell us what AIS is for those, because a lot of our listeners are vanillas. They have no idea like what any of the, the acronyms that we use. They don't know what that stuff means. Yeah, you get to tell them all. You got to cool pop some stuff. cherries. Yeah. yeah. So, so one of the things that one of the things that's, um, that's like we seldom talk about is when we initially started this, we we didn't come from the kink arena. We didn't come from the alt sex arena. We came from the space of uh, sacred sexuality. We had been oh. going to uh, different classes and workshops and uh, events that had to, more to do with um, energetic connection and more intuitive connections with our sexuality and ourselves and life. And if you're looking hard enough, most um, spiritual paths and even religions have some form of understanding about the sexual being. And if you're willing to look hard enough, you can find the rabbit hole and go down as far as you want to. So what does AIS actually stand for? It stands for Adventures in Sexuality. Is AIS a group of people that are involved with you that promote events? Is that what specifically what it is, or is there something larger than that? Well, it's, it's, it's a little larger than that. One, one of the things that Adventures in Sexuality started out as when we were doing this, this, this seeking and the searching and all that, one of the things we did, we, you know, we started talking about these are what, what we're doing is our adventures in sexuality. And we determined, wow, that's a, that's a fabulous name for an organization that explores all aspects of uh, sexual interactions between consenting adults. And we decided that we were going to, you know, kind of, as, as Shiva said, go down the rabbit hole and figure out exactly what parts of our sexuality we wanted to focus on in, that, in those moments. It became largely kink for a little while, and then it just exploded into what it is today. Yeah. So you went from kind of the the peaceful kind of woo-woo spiritual to, I mean, did you get into some really, you know, quote unquote, freaky shit <laughs> in your kink? Like, how did you go from this like peaceful kind of thing to like, Brah! it really had everything to do with, we went to, it was up in Toronto and we went to um, a center that was having a class, a weekend long, it was actually a four day weekend long class about how to interact with your partner sexually and how to put on masks and, and be somebody for your partner during your sexual interaction. And one and literal masks no, or like, like figurative? figurative. And one of those masks was um, a kink related mask. It was all about dominance and submission and, the woman who taught this portion, I mean, it was amazing. It was transformative for both of us. What we saw her do in changing her her energetic and her bearing and the way she was interacting with people in that mask of a dominant woman, it was, like I said, life-altering. And we learned from that that, oh boy, this is something that we want and we want our town to have this as well and and our friends to experience this and so and is that what planted the seed was that moment like we gotta go take this home yep that's what planted the seed and we came back to columbus and we started searching everywhere because there had to be that same thing here we just couldn't find it so when we couldn't and we tried all the other groups that were available in town we decided, okay, well, we'll just do it ourselves. And it, start, wow. it started literally with 10 people in our front room sharing with one another, sharing the things that we did with our partners. And then it just grew from there. It, yeah, it was kind of, um, it, not kind of, but it was really organic. It just started small and gained momentum. It was like a snowball that we had no control over anymore. 
Right. You know, and it's, it's from what I know of you now, it's kind of like you have, I don't want to call it a sexuality empire, but maybe it is, you know, like it kind of is. Yeah. You have, (laughs) so you have the space, right. And that is, do you call that like a sex positive center or a dungeon? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you classify that? That's a sex positive community center. Okay. So you have the sex positive community center. You have two amazing conventions. Three. Well, three now. Three. three. Oh three my now, God, there's yeah. three. I haven't caught up. What? I'm so behind the times. We, this past year, we went to Pittsburgh for the very first time. They invited us to come out and do an AIS event in their town. I knew that grandma forgot. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first uh, Steel City scandal. Ooh. And how did you guys like it there? Um, we we love the town, love the people, uh, really had a great time. Unfortunately, the hotel we chose was was like too small for us, too small even for a first event. We had, you know, somewhere in the six or 8,000 square feet of, of um, ballroom space and meeting space, and it just wasn't enough. We had 250 people wow. on, on our first event, and it was just too too big an event to hold in such a small hotel. So right now we're looking for a larger a larger venue in, uh, in, in the Pittsburgh area. There's more more pervs in Pittsburgh than you anticipated. Yeah. Ooh, I was really good at alliteration there. Very good alliteration. <laughs> now, for our listeners, you've heard us talk a lot about some of the transformative experiences that we have had at BDSM conferences. What I have not told you guys is that it is all at their conferences. So one of the things that was amazing to Sonny and I, after traveling around the world, going to different events, uh, we came as presenters to, and I can't recall if it was Winter Wickedness first, I believe. Maybe I, I thought I, it was Cope, was, but I could was, be It might have been Cope. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it was Cope first. You're right. And when we went there, what we didn't realize was that they had combined almost like a super robot, all of the coolest things from every convention that we'd ever been to, but it was all in one place. So we were like, like from the moment we went in there, they were like, Oh my God, that's really cool. Why haven't we seen that before? Oh my God. They put our room right next to the place where we're teaching our class. That's really convenient. Oh my God. They gave us a schedule that tells us where we have to be and when we have to be there. Oh my God. There's 24 hour naked swimming in the buffet right next to it. (laughs) I am in fucking heaven. And I, I know that that doesn't mean, you know, the, the 24 hour day gets something. That's the thing that sold me more than anything else. Um, and I'll, I'll, if I have to live without it, I will. If it's at a place where they don't have a swimming pool, but like, oh my God, I loved that so much. And then there's the classes and then the people in, we have done things like the abduction scenes that Sonny and I have talked about where our friend was waiting in line to get the roast beef. That was at winter wickedness. Uh, we had another, <laughs> we had, I mean, we've had so many fun scenes and met so many amazing people, including my girlfriend, Lily. Like we met her at one of your events Yay. and now she's actually part of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we owe you guys like so many debts of gratitude. Like I can't even begin. Like, and, and to be honest, Sonny and I are bigger folks and we, don't like like Sonny's a never nude. This is something that a lot I of people a don't know. Nude. That's my secret. It, it is. She's, never she's a never nude. And yep. when we got to be able to go to the pool and see other people that looked like us, it made us feel comfortable. It made us feel very relaxed. Um, and it just showed us that like not everybody. It, you know, looks exactly the same and it made us feel not like an other, but like part of the group. So thank you guys for doing all that you do, because even people that travel to multiple conventions don't always get the experience that they have in Columbus, Ohio. And it's amazing when people say, what's the best convention that you've been to? And I'm like, there's a bunch of them in Columbus. And they're like, it's not fucking L.A. or New York. I'm like, hell no, it's Columbus. <laughs> Columbus is the shit. <laughs> like, seriously. You, and so when we say this, we do it out of love and respect. And it's not something we are not getting any sort of reward for saying this other than the fact that hopefully we get invited back again. And that's the like the the best thing about your events in in I, I really have to say one of the greatest things is you guys giving presenters a ticket for the next event where they can just come and be themselves and have fun like that's And I don't know if that's a secret. Or not. No, it's, like, it's not a secret. Most most. OK. <laughs> yeah. Most presenters know all about that. Uh, we're not shy about sharing it because we're presenters too. So we know what it's like to have to go to event after event and always have to be on that entire time. And you don't really get to enjoy the event as much as if you were just an attendee. 
So we always I love that. Yeah, we make it possible for people to come back and and just be part of the group, just be an attendee and have a good time and you know, no pressure, no stress. Just come and enjoy your kink. Oh. <laughs> so I, I want you both to paint a picture for me. So for all the listeners that are listening right now that have never been to a, a, a big kink event or a convention. Now, I'll start you off with, it's an entire hotel. <laughs> so that means, like, tell us, what can you do? Where? How can you be dressed? Like, how is how does an entire hotel takeover work? So um, what we do is we go in and we... And, and the, the interesting thing, part of the interesting thing that, the, that is behind the scenes is we even before the event we've already talked with the law enforcement we've already talked with the local fire department we've also talked with the health department we've talked with the hotel management um and so we've done this in advance so that everybody's on board everybody knows what's going on you know it's and it's not like people are being outed it's just that there's no surprises for the town there's no surprises for the hotel and you know, our honesty, our upfrontness with those uh, various entities and, and, and organizations um, allow us to, the, the word isn't get away, but allows us liberties that we are able to transmit and, and, and kind of allow our attendees to participate in because we're, you know, we're taking the brunt of it. We're just walking up and saying, hey, we want to do this. Is that okay with you? And some of them say no. But some of them say, sure, that's fine. As long as you're honest with us, we're good. And so being that honest, the hotel staff is prepared. Um, all, the, all the local authorities are prepared. And everybody's prepared for this takeover. And when we, when we kind of descend on the hotel, we, sh- we lock it down. We lock all the doors of the hotel. So there's no external access except for a point through our security. And we create this environment where you're permitted, you can give yourself permission to be the free sexual being that you, you've desperately wanted to be all your life. And this is a safe place to yeah, do so it. Yeah, so if you, if you kind of want a, like a visual picture of what it is to come to um, an AIS event, it, as soon as you come in, into the front door, um, registration is right there. You can register for the event, um, sign your paperwork, get your get your badge, get your armband, and get your hotel room information. Once you get past our security wall, so to speak, it's more like curtains, you can take your clothes off right then if you want to. Take them to your room, and you could be naked the rest of the weekend if you choose to do that. Or you can put on your kink finery and come on down to the play space. And we have two huge play spaces, both filled with incredible furniture, which Barrick himself makes or we also have um bonds of steel I didn't know that that's really that's really impressive yeah he makes all of the wood furniture it's beautiful um but then we also have bonds of steel who comes in and brings in his steel um and metal furniture and that is actually we kind of let him do a showcase so people can come in and they could actually buy his furniture right off the showroom floor if they choose to we have all kinds of events. We have a, a meet and greet on the first night where you can come in and meet other kinksters. It's really important when you're new to kind of get into a space and, and find some friendly faces. So it really helps to have something like that. We have a new timers orientation every time that Barrick and I lead so that when people come in and it's their first event, they're going to get to talk to the producers of the event that very first time. They're going to see our faces. They're going to know that we care that they enjoy themselves at that event. you know. And then we do an opening little ceremony because I like to put on costumes and be in front of people for about a half an hour. <laughs> and you have an amazing costume collection. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody that – have you done burlesque before? I would assume I you had, but done. I don't know that you have. <laughs> yes, I have. I actually did – burlesque with the big girl burlesque troupe here in Columbus, Ohio. I've recently retired. When's that going on? Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I've, you missed it. I know. I missed my window of opportunity. That's okay. I, I'm sure I'm sure if you uh, if you talked really nicely to her, she'd do a, a private show for you again. <laughs> I actually did hey, hey. clown burlesque, Ken, that I think that you would really like. <laughs> fap, 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 fap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, to continue, um, 
Friday night, we open up the play spaces. We play great music and people can play to their heart's content or they can go in and just watch and, and learn new things and, and see what is making their cock hard or their pussy wet and what is drawing their attention. Um, we have a, a fire orientation where people can go in and try fire on that first night. And we have, um, what's called wait 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 wait, yeah. wait 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 i know what you're talking the fire about brigade but everyone went fire, fire right fire <laughs> what so, fire. so explain this so fire can be kind of a, a sexy way to play a very sensual way to play or it can be downright sadistic and we have people in our community who specialize and who teach on that first night just some basics on fire play and they let people try it um it's kind of a a try it before you buy it kind of thing where you can see if it's something that you're interested in. Uh, kind of like a show and tell, like come and they'll put, they'll put the fire over your skin. See if you like it sort of thing. Right, or teach you how to use it on your partner. You know, if you want to try it together. Um, so yeah, I mean, and the, you know, at night we have snacks and we have a social area and people hang out in there and just talk. And some of them are, like I said, in their kink finery and some of them are in two band-aids and a cork. It just, it doesn't matter. And by the way, snacks, snacks is an understatement. You have like full on gourmet meals when you like, I, I love the, like the meat thing that you guys have. It is the Midwest. Um, we know how to feed some people here. I, yeah. You, you <laughs> certainly do. Oh my God. The, like all of the, the food there is just incredible. <laughs> well, that actually comes from, I mean, like you were saying earlier, we went to so many different events as present as presenters and we walked around these events and we, played in their dungeons and their play spaces and we walked to their social area, did all these things. And we found all of the things that we liked. We, we would say, you know what, this is a really great thing. Let's bring this back to Columbus. And there was one night we were at a, a, a very large kink uh, event in uh, Washington, DC. And we were, we had been playing all night long and we were both sweaty and hot and naked, and, you know, kind of getting ready for sex. And it was, you know, I, I we have this, you know, kind of like, feed fuck or you know feed fuck or fight and um and so it was it was it was apparently feed time because we walked into this room and there was a you know that was right off the dungeon there was a, a man dressed big big gentleman um dressed in all white with a chef's hat and he was carving this almost raw piece of of steamship round uh -huh. and it was the best tasting meat <laughs> that we'd ever had and, and and i just stood there for you know, five minutes just, you know, getting blood all over my beard and, and Sheba licking me and my beard and the, the meat and all that. And it was just awesome. And we're like, we have to bring this back to Columbus. And so that had been a dream of ours for, well, a dream of mine for a couple of years. And uh, it, it, it happened, you know, we, we went to the hotel and we said, what do you think about having a carving station right out in the, right out in front of the dungeon? And they were like, sure, whatever. <laughs> so, nice. I love... I love your meat. <laughs> Can I say that? Because I do. You say the, you say the nicest. Thing <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. Maybe during the, the break, I'll reminisce about your meat. And then when we get back, I want to talk about really how this is all organized, like how you managed to put this together in the Midwest that isn't really such a friendly place when it comes to sexuality. So you guys have some kind of magic superpower. So we'll mm -hmm. talk about that when we get back. I know you're fancy, and I know you've been eyeing some of those luxury sex toys, haven't you, you frisky little fox? Well, I also know that you enjoy a good discount, don't you, dear? You now can get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping at luxury sex toy retailer Lalo.com with discount code SUNNY. Yes, dear, you heard me right. 20% off anything your little heart or, well, <clears throat> other parts desire at Lelo.com using discount code SUNNY. Yes, dear, you can thank me later. 
Castle Megastore. Once you see their sex toys, you'll want more. I have no idea if Castle Megastore actually has a theme song, but I really dig Castle Megastore. So that's my gift to you, Castle, your very own theme song. And you listeners get a gift, too, if you go to CastleMegastore.com and use discount code SUNNY, that's S-U-N-N-Y, when you check out, you will receive 20% off your order. That's amazing! Castle Megastore. When you get your sex toys, you'll be on the floor because you'll be using them so much and they'll be so awesome and you'll save so much money, you'll get more than one and then you'll climax for a really long time and you'll just be passed out and you'll be like, oh my god, give me water, that was the best orgasm ever. So we were we're back now. We were reminiscing about meat, kind Barrett's of. meat again. I was reminiscing about the meat. Okay, so you're amazing people. You know, Ken just told us how wonderful you are, and we really think the world of you. But one thing that I find really fascinating about the both of you is you're average people. You're I don't know if you're suburban or city people, but you're like you're your average people that you see in the grocery store. Nobody would ever guess. Those are the kink people of the Midwest and that you do have this, I don't know what I call it, a kingdom the emperor or something. Empress of fuck. Yes, you're the emperor <laughs> and empress of fuck. So you, how do you manage to run this entire business that, you know, you said businesses, businesses, you talk to the police when you have conventions and the firemen and, and everyone in town. So they know if something goes weird. They're not going to walk in and be like, what the fuck is it? And everyone's cool with it. Have you run into obstacles? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's kind of funny that you, you know, you say this, you say that we're, I mean, stepping back just a hair that you say that we're, you know, kind of these normal, average everyday folks. And it's absolutely true. And it was funny. We had um, someone do an article in the Huffington Post that said the exact same thing. <laughs> you know, so they did They did this long article on us about, about, you know, you hear about kink, come to the, come to Columbus, Ohio. And it, and it had our pictures and it was hilarious because they, that's, that's something that people say we're, we're just average, you know, just average people. And so how can we do it being these average people and not, not these, superstars with millions of dollars and all that stuff we're fearless you know we are we are it's it's you know there's this whole saying about bravery and courage isn't it's it's not having fear or it's not not having fear it's not not facing your fear or something like that it's just being able to control it and use it and we you know when people say to us no you can't especially when, when we're challenging convention and, and policy and things like that, that to us is a, a challenge. You know, it's, 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 you can't do that. You could, how could you do that in the Midwest? Well, there's this, there's this kind of thing that Shiva and I talk about with sexuality and the five aspects of being a human being, you know, we're human beings that have as you know, we have our emotional aspect. We have our physical aspect. We have our mental aspect, our spiritual aspect and our sexual aspect. And there are huge resources for everything. You know, our emotional aspects, we have psychiatrists on every corner. Our physical aspects, we got gyms every other block. We got spirituality. We got a church. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting one. And you have, you know, you have institutes of higher learning. But what do you have for sexuality? Shame and tears. Well, and nothing. Yeah, that's exactly why. That's exactly why people like us can do this is because there's a thirst out there among our peers for just this, you know, there's a thirst for exploration of our sexuality and where we can take it and how we can improve ourselves and improve our relationships and find those little parts of us that somebody told us were wrong that actually are these vibrant pieces that if we explore them, open up entire new worlds to us. You guys are totally Gryffindors. Yeah. What are you? Are you calling us Harry Potter people? Oh, absolutely, no. <laughs> absolutely. You guys are Gryffindors. You're brave. You're fearless. Although I do think you're a little bit of Slytherin, Shiva. I do. <laughs> really? A tiny bit. Yeah. So without without naming names or outing people, can you sure. think of some of the 
personal transformations that you've seen? You know, I'm imagining maybe like some lonely single person who doesn't know anyone walking into an event and then maybe whether it's over the course of an event or over the course of a period of time that they've come to the space or gotten to know you guys that you've seen some real inspiring life-changing stories. One of the most impactful things for me to watch and for this person to experience was a new person who had found us on Facebook came in to one of our events and it was just a, it was a round table. It was a switch round table. And when they got up about 45 minutes in and went down the hallway to go to the bathrooms, they came back and there were tears in their eyes. And so afterwards I wanted to make sure that everything was okay. So I just kind of pulled him aside and I I was like, um, was everything okay? I noticed that you were a little impacted by the round table. You know, is there anything you want to talk about? And this person told me there was nothing wrong. I came to this place, never expecting to find that you had gender, gender neutral bathrooms. And that the impact that that had on this person who had never been to a place that was accepting of who they are at the core of, of the human existence was for me impactful to hear that. And for them, you know, it's, they, I mean, they come to all the things at the space now. It's like, um, they found connection, they found home, they found church, they found community, you know, a place where they were accepted for exactly who they are. I feel like I'm going to cry. It was amazing for me too. (laughs) Wow. And it just shows me that what we're doing is right. You know, we're providing a space for people to, to be authentic, to be who they are. You know, and I think it's that, that very special attention to detail that you guys have that creates such a positive experience for everybody that comes to one of your events. And it's everything from the gender neutral bathrooms, the great vendors you have and the variety of people that you have brought to sell their wares at your events, the instructors that yeah. you have for the classes, the educators and, the, and the, the thoughtfulness educators. of the curriculum and the classes that are, are offered are amazing. And just all the, the little rooms you have, you have a fuck room and a fire room <laughs> and a medical room and a bondage room. And then like, wait, wait, you can't the forget the dungeon space, the meat room, the meat room, the meat room. my favorite, <laughs> the meat my room. favorite room. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, the spaces for littles and like all sorts of different stuff. And everybody doesn't look the same. There's people of every color, shape and size that you can possibly imagine. And everybody feels welcomed. I've never imagined that something like that it's like it's like a disneyland for fuck Mm -hmm. and it's just incredible yeah now now what about you barrick what are some transformative things that you've seen or you know those moments that told me i did the right thing one of the things that we do one of the things that ais does and and i've kind of spearheaded this program now um we do uh, we do something called the n2k program and the n2k is new to kink um, and it's new with a, the, the number two to kink. And um, we we kind of had this idea probably eight years ago, because when we got into kink, when we actually found, finally found the community, there were so many people who were like, oh, you're new? Go in the corner and wait with the other new people. Yeah, it was awful. It was like, it was like oh, and, and then when we finally were able to get out and play and do our thing, everybody made fun of us because we wanted to have fun and we wanted to laugh and we wanted to have sex and we wanted to all do all these things. And people are like, oh, you can't do that, right? We're, you know, this is a serious business. And I'm like, how can this be a serious business? What are you talking about? Why do you think we call it play, mm. right? And so, so we we formed up this this new to kink organization or this new to kink class series. That's you know now that we've I mean it's open source and we put it out on the web, and so anybody who wants to you know we've had six or eight different organizations consult us and take our materials to for, start their own, but that's a that's a didactic that's a classroom. And we also do a experiential new to kink. And um, the experiential new to kink is at our, at our facility, the space. And what it is, it's we take, you know, eight or 10 quality ethical tops and a couple of bottoms. And we, you know, who are also quality and ethical bottoms. And we, we, we get them in front of the things that they do the best. You know, they do rope or they do flogging or they do fire or whatever. And people can come in to this, 
to this new to kink exploratorium or, or now we can't call it that, but now it's the new to kink kink exploratorium. Um, <laughs> and, and what we do is we, we, it's, it's a show and tell and they can come in and they can, if they want to try to be flogged or if they want to, you know, try flogging somebody or throwing a whip or, or if they want to be tied up. Um, and one of the most transformative things that, that had me saying, yeah, we're doing the right thing is somebody had come into the exploratorium. It was a long time ago when the space was just opening up and, uh, they came to me and I was at the time I was doing rope because, uh, we have other riggers do it, but, but they had me doing rope. And, and this, this woman had was, you know, kind of pretty much dragging her boyfriend across the floor. I mean, literally he was, he had this white face and just, I don't want to be here. Look. And, okay. You know, so non-consensually at that point. <laughs> well, I, I think, it, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was consenting slightly. Right. He wasn't you know. happy about it. <laughs> right. This was, you know, this was the, this was one of those ultimate happy wife is a happy life type of thing. Yep. And, you know, he was, he definitely did not want to be there. Right. And she came, she came running up to me all excited and bubbling and very, very interesting. And, and, you know, I, you know, I've never been tied up. I've never been suspended. I really have always wanted to do this. And a little bigger woman. Right. And she said, do you suspend girls like me? And I'm like, oh, I just need a little more rope. It's not a problem, you know, and you know me, I love rounded women. So right. it was, it was one of the, and so I made, I made her say to me, you know, cause she had this, you know, kind of shame or embarrassment around her size. And I'm like, look, s- repeat it to me. I am a beautiful round woman. All right. And she, I, I made her say that for a mantra, you know, and made is the wrong word, but I asked her to say that. And she kept saying that over and over and it was great. And there was a, like this kind of light dawned in her eyes and I, 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 I tied her and I tied her in a face down suspension and the boyfriend was just kind of sitting around, you know, doing his thing. And I said, come here, come on over here. And he, he said, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, I want you to lie down on the ground. He lay down under her and she was probably three feet above him, you know, just kind of hanging there. And she, she, she was, she was kind of swaying and you could see them starting to look into each other's eyes and he was kind of not really understanding yet and i lowered her down so she was about six inches from him and and they could she could by craning her neck and craning both of their necks they can kiss Mm -hmm. and i said to him i want you to do me a favor just spin her around and he spun her a little bit so her crotch was right in his face and his crotch was right in hers and you could see him kind of like this light dawning you know like oh my gosh i know now i know what i could do with this right and so and so she spun back around to his face and and you could see that that it was that she she was you know connecting with him and that this was the thing and i lowered her down just a little more so they were eye to eye and they just started kissing and holding each other and i let her down on top of him slowly after they had some connection time and they kind of curled up and held each other. And in that moment, you saw that he knew that this was not only what she wanted, but this was something that they could do together. Mm. And it was one of those Aww. moments where they, you know, kind of like stood up and walked off holding hands. And it was just so beautiful that now he knew what this meant to her and that he could be a part of it without being scared. Oh, that's so, so, I'm like going to cry again. Yeah. I don't know if it's menopause or what. Or, it really is touching. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was sitting here like, Man. Are you having hot flashes and a beard hair? <laughs> yeah, beard hair, hot flash, crying. But it's wow. stuff like that. That's what makes you passionate. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's it's those occurrences happen at just the right time to raise our spirits up and to bring that passion back to keep us fed you know, as far as like the energetic of what we're doing and to tell us that we're going the right way. Now, I'm curious, like we've never been to the space and we've read a lot about it and like I can kind of picture it in my mind's eye. But what I would like you guys to do is talk about the space specifically and some of the upcoming cool events that you guys have, because now everybody's going to want to fucking do rope now that they heard Barrick tell his amazing story. And I'm assuming that at some point you may or may not have a rigger coming in to teach some rope classes there. Well, we do. We have we have actually have um, we have two rope uh, meetings a month. We have the Central Ohio Rope Group, which is a, a basic to intermediate level rope practicum that happens every second to Sunday of the month. And then we have something called Rope Lab, which is its, a, its own independent thing, a 
Central Ohio Rope Group is a is a subgroup of AIS, but uh, Rope Lab is its own group, and it and it comes in once a month also to deal with higher level rope. And so those are two of the rope bondage uh, workshops that we have on a regular and we basis have, at the space. This weekend is going to not head is going to be there doing something with Rope Lab on Sunday. Um, so that's Ooh. pretty big rigor coming in town to to teach us what he knows. We have a lot happening through the month of February yeah. and every month we have some things that happen all the time. So we have a, we have a kinky photo group that comes in and does um, boudoir to scene photography for people. And they process the photos and do that for free. And then people can use them on their fat life page with just a mention of who the photographer was. That's awesome. It's so awesome because it gives the photographers a chance to try new things and it gives people photos that they can use. Um, and we have, we have vanilla stuff that happens there. We have a tantra group that comes in and does like sacred sexuality. We have, we have yin yoga every Tuesday, which I love because I am really flexible now. Thanks to the yoga. <laughs> we have a, Bo- we have a Buddhist group that comes in on Thursdays and does an open sangha and does. I totally thought you were going to say boot black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we do need some boot blacks to come in and do some things. <laughs> So that's awesome. So have, you, you host a Buddhist group there that comes in and they mm-hmm. like practice their spirituality yeah, there. And we have a Wiccan group yep. that comes in that's and amazing. does celebrations at the, at the Holy days. Um, we are open to anyone and everyone who feels like they are alternative to what society deems as normal. I run a, uh, I actually run a drum circle every third Sunday there and it's, it's huge. I mean, we got, you know, regularly 30 people. We put that out on wow. the, we put out that out on, on YouTube and we, uh, I, t- I, I record it, um, you know, with the digital recorder and put out one of the jams every, every time we do it. It's, it's, it just grows in leaps and bounds. Oh, that would be cool. something kind of cool. If it's cool with you guys, we would like to put that in the show notes so people can like go and they can listen to the, the drum circle Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. And, and see what that's like. How big is the space? You have 30 drummers there. So like, is this. Oh, that, and that's and that's not even filling up half the space. We have so the space itself is uh, a nine thousand square foot facility. Jesus, and yeah, our main our main play space is about twenty five hundred square feet. Our secondary play space there, the the, the uh, Sandow room, is uh, just shy of nineteen hundred square feet. We have a um, two other meeting spaces, which are about a uh, couple hundred square feet, and then we have a social area that's that's probably three or four hundred square feet. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. So this is a really pertinent question. When are you opening the space in Chicago, the Chicago chapter of the space? Because you know I would be there every weekend. It's not going to happen as a... No, there's already two spaces in... Uh, there's already two facilities in Chicago. And I we know. Don't wanna, and they're, you know, they're, awesome, like they're awesome, but, but I want yeah. some variety. I, wanna, <laughs> I don't want to have to drive five hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and, that, and we get asked that a lot. We actually get uh, asked, you know, we we just had a I just had a uh, a vet mail not a week ago asking us to do an AIS event in the UK. <gasps> oh my god. AIS across the pond. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh. I, I you know, I I I'm I'm really familiar with with the way law enforcement works in the United States. Um I, I I don't know how how good that will be in different countries. Mm. Um, so who know, you know who knows. But you know what? It's an adventure. And didn't you say in, like in you know sexuality? Right. Yeah, it's an adventure <laughs> in sexual. Isn't that what you're all about? Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The UK are a pretty randy lot. I think that the, like even the law enforcement there. I think that as long as you're honest with them, I would imagine that it's pretty much the same thing for things that I've seen I mean, from swing events and stuff that they've had there. Don't they not carry guns? Will they just bop you over the head a little? Like it's. More I'm hoping oh, those really? little okay. nightsticks <laughs> that they carry are vibrating. Actually. Right? That or, might be kind of hot. Yeah. Like, officer, that officer, be awesome. beat me and talk with an accent while you, you, you do know it. You know I that upstairs. I didn't mean me. Oh. Don't actually beat me. Unless it vibrates, and I want some some to do with that. So tell me. <laughs> so, like, Pervert. If that doesn't exist, we're going to make one. Before we go, I want you, because I'm hoping a lot of, you know, listeners' interests are, are is piqued, you know, that maybe they thought – 
hey, I've heard about this sort of stuff before. It always sounded kind of cool, but maybe this is going to inspire them to go check some of this out. If they're in your area, your space. But if they're in another area of the country, there are places all over. There's different conventions and whatnot. So what advice would you have to give to somebody that, let's say, they're new to kink, they want to go to their first big event or convention, and let's say let's say they're alone. Let's say they're not with a partner. And what would you advise them to, you know, do, prepare for, all, all what, that stuff? What kind of clothes to wear? Yeah. My first bit of advice would be to make sure that you're bringing things with you that are comforting, um, whether that is your own pillow from your bed, or it's a blanket that you can curl up with, or it's... Um, a podcast that you could listen to that you can go to your room and just listen to something that's calming, something that'll take you back to, to you because conventions can be really overwhelming. And first and foremost, you need to take care of yourself. Um, there's this like three, two, one rule that, that Barrick gives people, um, which is like have three meals while you're there, um, at least two showers and, one night's sleep. Is that how it goes, Beric? Yeah. That, that's brilliant, actually. And I don't think I've ever heard you say that before, but that's like the best convention rules ever. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's, I like yeah. that. And then go out in advance. Um, most conventions have their own websites or they have something set up on FetLife where you can go out and start talking to the other attendees. Um, or at least you can like kind of just read what they're talking about and what to expect at the convention and kind of get a feel for what's going to happen when you're there or who you can talk to when you're there. Um, plan to go to, if they have a meet and greet, plan to go to that. Um, if they have a, a BDSM 101, plan to go to that. Things to think about as far as clothing, <laughs> um, be comfortable but also wear stuff that makes you feel sexy. Wear stuff that makes you feel powerful. You know, I mean, the clothes are what make the person. I have always said that. So if I'm wearing sweatpants and a pair of slippers, I am feeling relaxed. You know, if I am wearing my kick-ass leather boots and a tight-ass skirt and just a bra, I feel like I can take over the world one submissive at a time. <laughs> I like that. That needs to be your tagline. <laughs> one submissive at a time. One submissive yeah. at a time. And Beric, do you have anything to add to that for, for the first timers or the newly curious that are about to jump into that pool? What I would say is follow the golden rule. Be respectful of the people you meet. Be friendly. Be open to both comments and, and, and advice and ask for advice. If you, if you are concerned or curious, mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I, I tend to recommend is, is make a friend of somebody who you respect and pay attention to what they're doing and how they do it. There's a lot of different things that, um, that we can advise about being new to kink and in, in, in the kink world. But the truth is, it goes back to the golden rule. It goes back to everything you learned in kindergarten. Right. You know, and, and just be kind and be friendly and, and, and be honest and honorable. And I think based on my experience in the kink community, and I think you'll both back me up on this, that you'll find, and a lot of people are surprised that the kink community is pretty friendly, especially when they know that you're new, they kind of want to take you under their wing and be like, we were all new once let us uh, ask us questions mm -hmm. so yeah. yay. it awesome. is the one place that i've actually found true community more than any spiritual place yeah. for myself at least there's, yeah, when, you know, yeah. There's, yeah there's there's a, there's community there for us and i think that's why your events feel like home to us and I, I know I, I think it was sheba that said church and i was like yep yep that's yep. church mm -hmm. that's church take me to church <laughs> all right so this has been awesome hopefully people listening got some inspiration so now tell us where can people find you? What's your website? All that fun stuff. Where can they find the space, et cetera, et cetera? So you can find Adventures in Sexuality. It's pretty easy. You go to adventuresinsexuality.org, O-R-G, and that's all one word. Um, you can find us. You can find out more about us at uh, 
B-A-R-A-K, the letter N-S-H-E-B-A dot org. That's our website. Um, contains a lot of information about us and our um, classes we teach, things like that. Let's see, what else? You can find me. Um, it's Brat uh, Sheba at Twitter and at Facebook. And I do the Instagram for AIS. That's AIS yeah. underscore org. Um, AIS also has a, a Twitter and a Facebook. And we are also doing Meetup. So if you're curious about some of the things that we're doing as an organization, you can find us out there on Meetup. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for listeners listening who are like, I could not write all that down. No worries. As always, we'll have all of those links on our show notes at americansexpodcast.com or and or at sunnymegatron.com. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag PsyChicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex.